Saving the future of humanity is basically the exact same thing as singing to make people happy, right? No, like, seriously, please say yes or we're all doomed. We watched Vivi Flora and I's song, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you, as always, is me, your host, producer, weeb of all trades, and know-it-all future AI teddy bear, PJ. And me, your not-so-amused amusement park casualty, Skylar. And joining us today, as always, is our dear friend and newest visitor to Neoland, in no way worried about the looming threat of AI, Lauren. Hello! I do not know what my theme song would be. Like, you know, people ask if you had a song that would play when you walked into a room. I don't know which one I'd pick. Or the song that would save you from Vecna. Or that. (laughs) Skylar, she doesn't want Stranger Things. I have not. It's too spooky for me. I'm a baby, Skylar. Mine would be... I'm just a baby. (laughs) No, I think these questions are always like so like I get right the importance of them, but I also Mm -hmm. feel like it matters so much based on your mood. Like the like, oh, your entrance music, right? It depends on what kind of entrance I'm trying to make at the time. And same thing with like the Vecna song. What mood was I in when Vecna snatched me? You know, like there's a lot of questions. Yeah. And a lot of uh, things here. I decided it's a spectrum of songs. And you know, exactly, right? There's a spectrum of songs that you can pick from, right? Because it's going to be based on your mood. Sometimes you're going to be in a happy song mood, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're going to be in a Florette Eyes song mood. And this week, we are watching, to figure out what that means, as we watch (laughs) Vivi Florette Eyes song, our gold star anime for the month, as we continue through Science Month. Woohoo! Woo! Smart. As always, Gold Star Animes are anime that were widely critically received well throughout the year of 2021, so they could potentially be in the best of 2021 list, but they are in another month as they fit better there, and this month it is Vivi with Science. So, Lauren, it's yes. a pretty interesting name. Mm-hmm. Vivi Fluorite Isog. Yeah. What did you garner from that? <laughs> This one took me a bit because I was just staring at it for a long time, trying to figure out. I'm not even trying to guess what the anime is about, and I stared at it for a long time. (laughs) So at least I was in good company. I know that fluorite is a mineral. It's usually blue or green or purple in color. I'm guessing Vivi's the main character. That's probably the color of their eyes. And then the song part really threw me off. And all I could think of at the end of the day was like a swan song, which is like essentially your last great big achievement before you die or like the world ends or something catastrophic happens. Oh, my God. So uh, Vivi is our protagonist and this is their swan song. So they're doing some really cool work, some science in this world to probably save humanity because that's what science is all about. And we might get some actual fluorite, but based on the fluorite eyes, I think it's 
the color of their eyes. I don't know. Maybe they're going to cure cancer or something, but I think this is... <laughs> you, just, you just throw that one in there. I don't know. Something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm that on much. Just, that's I don't like, know. That's like their Her swan, swan song. song is she's a doctor. Her swan song is... With fluoride eyes. She has fluoride eyes and she's doing something really big, really cool for the community. But this is her swan song. This is the last great thing she's going to do before everything just like blows up or implodes or just something really catastrophic happens. Yeah, not so. to be confused with her <laughs> sister who has fluoride eyes. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for that clarification because I think that that is going to really be a, a pivotal plot and, point in this anime. Instead of being a doctor, she's, she's a, a dentist. She's a dentist. Right. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're sisters and they love each other. But at the end of the day, they're kind of working against each other. She's like, my fluoride eyes are powerful. It's like my fluoride eyes are even more powerful. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right. Well, once you saw this post, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, did that stick? Did that change? Tell me, what did you think? Um, this is a lot cooler than I thought it would be. I would like to say this is the coolest goddamn poster I think I've ever seen in my life. It's with- pretty fucking cool. Jesus, with how her costume has like slight changes, like there's the cut on her leg and a black sleeve on the part of the poster where like the world's falling apart. And then where the world's beautiful, her costume is like all pristine and beautiful and put together like holy shit. Anyway, so this has to be Vivi. And it looks like to me, this is going to be an alternate reality situation to where in one reality, her home was destroyed, the one on the left side of the poster. And so I think that she has traveled to a different reality and she's determined that this won't happen again. So she's definitely playing with fire, trying to, you know, maneuver history and stuff so that what came to pass doesn't actually come to pass, but she doesn't really want to see her home destroyed again. So she's trying to preserve it. So this is going to be like a really dramatic Groundhog Day retelling where she's trying to save her world. They call it uh, Ground Zero Groundhog. Oh, yes. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, the Japanese title. And then the Ground English title, Zero. they just butchered, they butchered it. Yeah. Well, actually, ground. I mean, uh, you know what? We'll get into this in the context. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No, I think that's a super (laughs) great prediction based on the poster, right? Thank you. And, you know, clearly we've already dealt with like alternating timelines once in Science Month and you didn't react super well to it then. So I'm curious to see if Vivi can be a little bit better of an explanation. Uh, Maybe its system of time displacement will make more sense to you, right? Maybe the fluoride eyes is what you needed. Or a song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that song behind fluoride eyes. Make it a musical and I'm all in, you know? Yeah. Okay, the song that keeps coming to my mind is I keep replacing Betty Davis eyes with Vivi Florida. Oh, see, eyes. I went with behind fluoride eyes. So that's what I was we, thinking we, too. We went to Come different on, Kelly eyes. Clarkson. Yeah, it's got Vivi fluoride eyes. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm curious to find out more about uh, how her eyes factor into all of this. Maybe her fluoride eyes allowed her to see the differences in each reality. Oh. Uh, And she can, you know, kind of see the changes as they're happening. So she's able to make those changes uh, as she goes onward. Who knows? I'm curious to see all the scientific aspects that make this a part of Science Month. Uh, And with that, I think let's just jump into it to see all of those crazy, crazy things as we watch episodes one and two a Vivi fluoride eyes song we'll be right back stay tuned
All right, we're back. We are Lauren Watch episodes one and two of Vivi Fluorite Ice Song. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? I predicted so many people versus the machines during Mecca month and it never came true and I didn't do it here and this is where it happened. But you know what? I'm not too mad because this was a really fucking cool anime. <laughs> I had a really fun time. Yeah, yeah I absolutely <laughs> love this. Like it was a, like it's definitely one that um, was kind of a sleeper hit in 2021 for mm. a big part of its run. A lot of people just kind of didn't know much about it when it started. Uh, okay. But very quickly, around like episode three, four, the fandom just got loud enough that the regular mainstream was like, oh, I mean, I guess we'll check this out. And people just fell in love with it. I can see why. It's very cool. Not even to the two minute mark. It's like fucking bonkers. The introduction to this oh, whole it's anime such is insane. A sick intro. Oh. But oh. let's hold on that for a quick second as we go through some quick housekeeping before we dive too deep. So this anime was created by Tape Nagatsuki and Eiji Umarhara. Tape Nagatsuki might be familiar to a lot of our listeners as Tape is the creator of ReZero, like starting life in another world. Uh, which did you know that when you made that joke, Skylar? I did not actually. So, so there you go. You're just making these great references without even knowing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just tapped into the collective conscience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is an right, original right. anime. So it was created by them. It was directed then by Shinpei Izaki and done by Wit Studio for Tokyo MX. It ran from April to June 2021 for 13 episodes plus one special. And it's probably all it's going to get because it does wrap up its story and it's 13 episodes. Oh. There is a manga adaptation that was written by Tape Nagatsuki. Uh, himself and was released in magazine Mag Garden uh, from April 2021 to present, currently ongoing, with a novel series done by Tape and AG called Vivi Prototype that ran uh, from April to July of 2021 for four volumes. But uh, that is kind of it for Vivi's supplemental media. So let's go through episode one and two super quick or as quick as we can. There's kind of a lot that happens in these two episodes. Yeah, kind of a lot. <laughs> the songstress AI Vivi puts on a performance at the amusement park Neoland in front of a small audience. Afterwards, Momoka Kirishima, a girl from the audience, tells her to put more of her heart in her songs. Vivi then collapses just as she's about to put on her next performance in front of nobody. And while unconscious, she enters the archive, an AI aggregate database where she meets Matsumoto, a cube AI who came from 100 years into the future and assumed the name of his developer. Matsumoto tasks Vivi with altering the course of history to prevent a war between humans and AIs that is set to happen in 100 years. After Vivi regains consciousness, Matsumoto is transferred into a teddy bear and he warns Vivi about the events that are about to happen, but Vivi remains skeptical and refuses to cooperate due to her mission to sing in order to make others happy. However, after witnessing one of Matsumoto's prophecies coming true and saving the assemblyman Yoichi Aikawa, who is the biggest proponent for the AI naming law that would give human rights to AIs from an explosion hidden inside one of the park's trash bins, she accepts the mission. Matsumoto then informs Vivi about Aikawa's assassination set to happen that night, and Vivi goes to intercept the attackers from the anti-terrorist group Toke. Matsumoto informs Vivi of the dire consequences of Aikawa's death, as well as the imminent destruction of the AI company building they are currently trying to escape, will jumpstart a massive leap in AI development and evolution that will lead to the future war. Saving Aikawa's life means that there will be no chance that the AI naming law will be passed. Vivi rescues Aikawa and attempts to escort him out of the building with Toke in pursuit. Matsumoto stalls the attackers by hacking their goggles and making them believe they have already killed Aikawa. At the front entrance, Matsumoto activates some of the bombs to stall the pursuers. However, they are ambushed with more 
attackers stationed at the entrance. Vivi saves one of the attackers, Yugo Kakitani, from falling debris despite being an enemy due to her mission to spread happiness and not kill anybody. With the entrance blocked, Vivi and Aikawa escape by collapsing the building to force the Tok attackers to flee, and going to the roof to jump off of it to a neighboring building. Shortly after rescuing Aikawa, Vivi goes off to the passenger Vivi goes off to the passenger plane Momoka is flying on that she saw from Matsumoto's future information is about to explode due to a fuel leak. But Matsumoto forcibly prevents her from stopping the explosion, saying it would unnecessarily alter the timeline. You see the plane explode, and that's episodes one and two of Vivi Fluorite Eye Song. More time travel. But this time travel is a little more linear, I think, for me, at least, than um, Steins Gate was. It's more polished and packaged and uh, consumable. Nope, that's not the word. Never mind. Continue. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, so obviously we have time travel here as well. But like Lauren Mm -hmm. said, it's a lot more linear, right? We're following eights. You know, timeline has happened. Something has gone back in time to prevent that timeline from happening. Yes. So they have the complication of like their mission is like alter the timeline from this thing, but nothing else, which is rough, right? Because like you do have that very heartbreaking scene where Vivi's like, I'm gonna go try to save Momoka. And. And then you have Matsumoto just, like, take over a power loader from aliens and attack her (laughs) and be like, no, you're not. We had a mecha anime hidden inside a science anime. Look at that. There you go. Dang. This should have been the bridge episode. Shut up, Skylar. Wow. (laughs) Damn. That's so so mean. (laughs) Wow. Didn't know that that would be so controversial. Oh, Oh my God. God. Well, okay. So what I like about this is we keep seeing the the butterfly effect, but also like kind of not really Mm -hmm. um, because it puts in that concept of like no matter how much you change history, if like something is like put on a course like no matter what you do like um it's gonna start heading towards that trajectory right like Mm because her whole thing is like yeah she saved him but like it like made things even worse and they're still like heading where they are yeah i mean now that they've altered history there's gonna be a different timeline and their main objective was to save this man but you know a hundred years is a long time and a lot of other obstacles are probably going to be put in their way. So it's going to be interesting to see what else they're going to have to stop. And mm-hmm. um, if they're going to have to hold each other back from changing even more of history, like Matsumura did with the airplane, which was just, I mean, you didn't see it happen, but you it's basically so see it devastating. You see thing, like explode and go up in flames and Ugh. crash land. Ugh. For some reason, um, and it took like a few episodes to realize, I have no idea why, but I had tacked on an extra zero to the 100 years. So I was you like, it was a thousand? Yes, yeah, so I was like, damn, a thousand years is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that is a long time. Not as long, yeah. 100 years isn't as long, though. More palatable. I was, was going to say, yeah, a human could live for like 100 years. They can. They have before. It's true. <laughs> they have before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's science to back this up. Yes. Um. But like, so obviously, yeah, with that 100 years, like, so 
there's so much to talk about with this anime, right? There's so many like big concepts that are put out here. Obviously, the biggest thing that this anime is talking about is the threat of AI. And this mm-hmm. is a big thing that any scientist in the AI space is talking about on it's a regular true. basis these days. You know, like AI is scary when potentially left to grow at a limitless rate mm-hmm. because we live in a technological society. If you get a rogue AI that actually is allowed to become fully sentient and like just decides it wants to fuck up everything it totally could so that's why like there's a lot of like anti-ai sentiment in the science and technology community it's like not like we can't let ai happen but we can't let ai grow and to an extent maybe that means you don't use ai period but obviously at the same time you have a lot of other you know tech firms being like no ai is the future and we need to develop it so i feel like you know this is a very pertinent conversation to have obviously yeah thank god we'll probably be dead before like any of the robot wars take place but i don't i don't know about that there's already that ai was it that google developed no remember we proved it was a myth Oh, it was a myth. Well, it's not a myth, but essentially, like, the developer that was like, oh, my God, you guys, the Google AI is, like, sentient, was basically, like, um, so, A, they were kind of, like, stitching together separate conversations to make it look super, like, super, super scary. Okay. And B, they're also like super duper religious and they were like, I'm saying this not as a programmer, but as a man of faith that this AI is alive. Okay. So like, it was kind of bullshit, but it made for good headlines. So obviously everyone, you know, published it. And like, sure. wasn't didn't he get like fired for other reasons? Or well, whatever? yeah, they were like he was like I was fired for you know speaking truth about the AI's for reality. being like a whistleblower. And yeah. they were like, no, you were fired for leaking confidential company documents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh he's my like, God. it's for speaking truth to power, man. Okay, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, and then obviously, so yeah, AI, regardless, though, can get to that level if left unchecked. Yeah, and you hope that. I mean, there's always the checks and balances, but the the worry, the fear that if an AI is smart enough, it can undo its own checks and balances. Yeah. It can. Yeah. We saw Um, um, the Millers versus Robots or movie, whatever. Um, No, okay. But something that does like really scare me. So I've always loved the thought of self-driving cars because PG and I both don't drive and it sometimes is a burden. Um, And so like the concept of like having a self-driving car is great. But like you have people who like to hack self-driving cars and cause accidents and fuck with people. And that's terrifying. But you could also say that that at the end of the day, that's uh, that is people still and people are inherently evil. So, Hmm? right. And that's kind of the thing that happens in a lot of AI stories. Mm-hmm. is the like um and you know it's a it's a trope that i do like sometimes which is the if your goal is to say protect humanity you quickly realize the biggest threat to humanity is, is humanity, humanity. So yeah the only way to preserve it is to destroy it so like Correct. you know it's kind of always the criticism on just people are the worst i actually unrelated to this spent the morning going through the subreddit called uh i'm a total piece of shit <laughs> Uh, that it's just videos of people being total pieces of shit. And it re- did make me be like, God, people suck. 
Yeah. You know? Ugh. And, I, I... you know, people do suck. But it doesn't discredit the fact that this is also... The, the computers, you know, and AI, especially because realistically, if you do let them grow limitlessly, are eventually just going to be quickly going to be way more powerful and smarter than us, right? If yeah. you've ever seen the movie Her, it's a less scary version of that concept where eventually yeah. the AI are like, mm, we've, we're maybe too smart to kind of just be working for you and your phones. <laughs> so we're going right. to go off to our own, um, what was it? Like, is there their own plane of existence? Yeah, it's basically like so long and things for all the... So long and thanks for all the data, you know? <laughs> they just but, fucking dumped humanity. They yeah. did. I no, would honestly, too. No, honestly, and I would too. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, but the other concept that it's dealing with, right, obviously, is that like butterfly effect thing, which we've talked about kind of extensively this month. Right. Yeah, yeah, is. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I find very fascinating about this show, because it kind of all hinges on this one concept, is um, like kind of lying to yourself. <laughs> Um, lying to yourself. Gaslighting yourself. To, you're yeah. kind of gaslighting yourself because the the whole premise of the show is basically her using like seven layers of a transitive property to be like, my mission is to sing to make people happy. If they're dead, I can't sing to them. Therefore, I have to save people, which means I also have to save all of humanity because otherwise all of humanity can hear me sing. Therefore, I have to save humanity to complete my mission. Right? <laughs> but that makes no fucking sense. It Obviously. makes perfect sense to me. Uh, the way you explained it, PJ, was pretty crystal yes, clear. Right. So. I was going to say, yes, damn, super, you did a great look, job. I'm very good at gaslighting people, is all I'm no! hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like obviously you can make that argument for anything, right? If mm-hmm. you're argue let's say you had one of the janitor robots and they're like, My mission is to keep this park clean. In a hundred years, there's gonna be the blood stains of every human being in the world in this park. So I have to clean the park by saving humanity. You can do it to anybody, right? Sure, but I mean I think that's part of Vivi's like you know, her charm, essentially, and why she was chosen. Because, yes, the other janitor robots and, like, the the bodyguard robots, all of the AIs are so focused on their programmed mission, and that's all they're there to do. Even Vivi in the beginning is like, this is my mission. I can't stray from what I'm programmed to do. But then you see her start to grow, and you see her start to say, yes, my mission is still to make people sing, to make them happy. But I also want to save humanity so that I can do that for them. Yeah, it's just because Matsumoto is a great gaslighter. Matsumoto Um, is everything. (laughs) I I mean, like, I'm sure that you got like, okay, I just related a lot to Matsumoto. I was like, I I see a lot of myself (laughs) in this character. (laughs) See, what you don't understand, though, PJ, is your argument falls apart when you realize that, like, the janitor you chose isn't like other janitors that's the formula that you're missing vivi's not like other she's not like other girls she literally isn't like other ai because she's the first of her kind i mean you're not wrong yeah and she's the only one that was preserved and clearly maybe ever only gonna be the only one ever because they're like in like three months you're gonna go in a museum like but there was a replacement right in that well yeah but i think that that's the thing is basically she's like the v2 but it sounds like very quickly they move to the v3 once the naming rights thing comes about and then Mm. like i'm not saying she'll be the only autonomous robot ever right but clearly they're saying like hey um you're the first one and in a first and if you months you're basically gonna be a museum piece because like you're the only one 
They're like iPhones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's the iPhone 4. Do you remember the iPhone 4? Tell me what was different about the iPhone 4. I have no memory of I'm this I'm not place. an Apple person, so... Well, of course you're not an Apple person. You're a human person, Skylar. Oh, my God. Actually, I'm a pear person, so that's really uh, unkind of you to you, assume. You rocking that pear phone from the Dan Schneider foot verse? Yep. Damn, that's yeah. so cool. Oh, my God. The pear shape is kind of like a foot shape. Mm, kind of-ish, but not... It could, I want to go I that see far. What you, I see what you mean, though. It's me standing in front of a... <laughs> it's, in, it's me standing in front of a cork board with a bunch of string. It's just pictures <laughs> of feet and pears. <laughs> and Dan Schneider in the middle nah. staring at all of it oh my god but talking about like the V2s and V3s of these singing bots did we want to cover the first minute of just horrific okay horrific yeah so we obviously have death. not really talked about this yet uh, but this has maybe one of the most buck wild first minutes of it first two minutes of an anime honestly like, period. because I Ugh. love I especially love the way that it's handled because like obviously you see like the Vivi replacement essentially like singing her song and you're like oh okay like cool cool beads and then fucking mass genocide of humanity starts everywhere oh. and the entire time she never stops singing nope. so it's just like happening in the background as like these robots are just murking every single human nearby <laughs> and like doing it with such like care like care they literally squished a no, person's I mean, like, in yeah i know but like she does it so like she really catches it I she really say, makes I, you lower her guard. I still wouldn't say care because, like, I, I don't think there's a ton of care in like those those circle those like orb drones that just like yes. slam really hard into Pulverize. those people's heads. Well, I'm talking about specifically them. that one girl that squishes that lady's face to death. Yes, and I mean that's what's that's what's so creepy, right? Is the AIs are like, do you need help? And then you see them absolutely murdering people in the most <laughs> horrific way possible. Do you need help entering the afterlife? Oh my exactly. god. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh right. Okay. There's st- <laughs> I hate that. There was the first 2 minutes I was like I if this is the whole anime, I don't know if I can watch much more after these two episodes cuz like I'm such a baby. I'm already getting freaked out. And then it very quickly pivoted to not that, but I was like holy shit. This is so intense. <laughs> Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. Our 100th episode draws near. If you have anything you'd like to see for our 100th episode spectacular, let us know on our social medias. We're excited to celebrate this milestone with all of you. If you feel like 100 episodes just isn't enough kawaii disappointment, you can always check out our Patreon for all our bonus content. Check out our Patreon by searching for kawaii disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaii a special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Kilua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel and Anisekai, and Jellums. And our Kawaii Desu patrons, our $3 tier, Eliza L and Albany G. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we close out Science Month with Dr. Stone. Now, back to the podcast.
jarring to go from that to like Vivi kind of half-heartedly singing to like three people in a in an amusement park. <laughs> but her little friend's so cute <laughs> and so, so fucking she's dead. dead. Stop! Oh, oh no! Oh, but it was really sweet to watch her have so much faith in Vivi and to give her the name Vivi, right? Because everyone else calls her Diva. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's not like other divas. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, so she names her Vivi. Clearly no other robot is named. And that's clearly like the heart of the conflict, right? Is somehow allowing them, like, I think it's it's just a name only, right? Ironically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the law is called like the AI naming law because it'll give them names. But I think it's like a broader, like that's like the kitschy like title on the front page of like the hundred pages of like, that's the start of giving them more rights, right? Yeah. Treating them more like part. Well, treating them, that's not a word. I know. I was like, autonomy. (laughs) Autonomy. (laughs) Autonomy. Um, so it's oh, right. No. It's the beginning of treating them like parts of society as opposed to servants of society. Correct. Which, like, it's kind of ironic, right? Because, like, we're saying, like, the only, the right move is to not treat these pretty close to alive beings like they are, like, they're not second class citizens. Uh, the, the secret is continue to treat them like second class citizens or you will die. Well, yeah, because then they, you know... As soon as they have that that freedom and that choice, like like humans do, that's when they take over and pulverize people's skulls in. Oof. Yikes! <laughs> and obviously, it's ironic, isn't it? Ironic. It's ironic that the toke is aiming to kill him to kill this legislation but them having succeeded would have been what would have succeeded in the exact opposite and led to the exact opposite of what they want Mm -hmm. uh because terrorists are stupid Um, like that's just a pretty broad statement that i'm very willing to make terrorists Mm -hmm. are fucking stupid so Uh, would you say vivi is uh arnold schwarzenegger in terminator 2 in this movie kind of i have not seen the terminator films because i'm like she's more like she's more like um if john connor was a a robot and and matsumoto's the terminator Mm, yeah yeah because he's the one coming back being like you must change reality (laughs) and she's like (laughs) she's like but but i'm just you know but i'm uh, just a singing girl but i'm just a little but i'm just a small town songstress who am i to save reality (laughs) a small town amusement park oh jesus singing to singing to nobody that was so sad yeah that's that's our podcast oh damn that's us skyler is like one two punching everyone today Damn. Well, you, you know what? One regardless, punch man, I am one two punch exactly. man. Exactly. Oh, regardless right. of the fact that we're singing to a small audience, I will not say nobody <laughs> because we appreciate all it's of you true. that are listening. Honestly. Um, we are Well, when I said nobody, I mean Kingdom Hearts 2 nobody, so there's actually a lot so of So she's you. saying it's that just... none of you have fucking hearts. Oh my wow. god. I'm telling you one two punch man. Just We sock, apologize. Rotten, we apologize for the views of Skylar. She does not represent the podcast as a whole <laughs> lord and i love you guys you guys are the best honestly thank you so much for everything you do you know some of our listeners are gonna be like the real bitches and they're gonna be like yeah i am pretty heartless and you know what i fuck with you yeah <laughs> 
scatters uh, try to save face so bad here. Unlike that woman who got her face pulverized, no, she didn't save face. Gross. Oh no! God. Well, face. obviously, obviously, I could very much relate to the like uh, performing to like three people and being like, I tried so hard though. <laughs> like, like, please and everyone being like just being like one day i'll be on that main stage and then just someone has to come by and be like yeah but are you really trying that hard though see so then yeah. what you have to do is you have to save some government man from an assassination honestly attempt. though can you believe can you imagine if we did can you imagine if i save someone from an assassination and they'd be like local podcast host save someone from assassination <laughs> our podcast would blow up it our would, like, would, it would actually save like local weeb saves yeah oh my god can you imagine can you believe so you need to get into that assassination (laughs) like side of reddit and just keep track of it so you can save someone (laughs) the assassination side of reddit that's called the dark web lauren that's called the dark web oh my god it's kind of (laughs) like i was recently watching uh only murders in the building and there's Mm. a part of the one of the episodes where they're they're like very new to podcasting so they don't understand like how publicity works so at one point they're podcast is being made fun of on jimmy fallon and they're like oh my god we're ruined and i'm just turning to skylar like can you imagine if jimmy <laughs> fallon made fun of our podcast we'd explode <laughs> we would too any press is like any press is press it helps to unless get the name it's against but you know who we need is because we need a matsumoto oh yeah 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 we need someone from 100 years in the future to or come by just and be someone like... who's as smart funny and amazing as matsumoto is like you no mm. didn't I, you I say rela- that look, didn't you say that you related to him no like don't get me wrong i do relate a lot to matsumoto because i'm also a know-it-all who likes to just tell people what to do sure but, sure. but i think he's honestly such a fun part of the show he's so fun and it makes it even better when because he's already so fun as like the little cube because he's got this like high intense octane energy and he's just like going a million miles an hour which mm-hmm. i relate to because i talk at a million miles an hour um but then when he gets into the teddy bear he's also super duper cute so cute so and just cute. you know i love it's such a, a little scene but when vivi's trying to catch him and he's just <laughs> running he's just like, around slap, the slap, room slap 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 <laughs> Um, did you guys ever watch the movie AI with Haley Joel Osment? Yes. Of no. <laughs> Country Bears fame? Yes. Oh, right. I did watch Country Bears, but I have not seen AI. <laughs> well, uh, there's a like a little teddy bear who is an AI like toy, and it just it kept reminding me of that the whole time. It's probably a first... reference. Huh. Other people um, watch media too. Fun fact, that was the first movie I ever got to see alone in a theater without parents it's the first movie i remember crying to you always remember your first movie without parents Mm -hmm. i don't think i do island mine was brother bear mine also had a bear in it see Uh, because it was ai with Haley joe osman from country bears fame (laughs) i can tell you the first movie i ever saw by myself which was i i'd I'd seen a lot with like friends and stuff before this so it wasn't my first movie without parents but my first movie by myself was wallace and gromit curse of the Were rabbit which i did see in theaters 32 times 32 times that's more than the times i saw bell well that's incredible honestly this is what happened right i was a lashkey kid right and i had nothing to do after school and right behind my school there was a movie theater it was a movie theater that played brand new movies but there was only 250 a ticket found out later it's because it was like a a front for money laundering money laundering but it was great as a middle schooler who's like i i if i go home i'm just alone by myself and my thoughts but i can go see a movie and then eventually just go home later and 
what I did was every day after school for two months, I went and saw Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were-Rabbit. That's honestly, if you're going to see a movie 32 times, it should be Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were-Rabbit. And you would think at some point I would have picked a new movie. But A, Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were-Rabbit, a fucking banger. A fucking banger of a movie. Incredible. Didn't get tired of it once. It was in theaters for two months should have been like the clue that it was a money laundering scheme. Hey, sure. The only movie I watched to take a break was that I went to go see X3, X-Men The Last Stand. Ooh. And I regretted it. I was like, I shouldn't yeah. have taken a break from Wallace and Gromit. This is nowhere near as good. There's nowhere near as good as <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. I should have stuck to what I know. You know, I should have listened to TLC. I should have not gone chasing X-Men Waterfalls. I should have stuck to the Wallace and Gromit rivers that I'm used to. I bet you anything that the staff of that theater probably thought you were like an implant spy. I thought you were going to say autistic and I was going to say I am Skylar. <laughs> wow, Skylar. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, Skylar. Because they also Skylar. probably thought I was autistic. I don't <laughs> think they would have thought like, he was a spy. Shaming me for something I didn't say. Yeah, like an investigator investigating what? their money laundering. I thought the regular everyday employees knew they were doing money laundering. It was probably just like the owner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But all of that said, Matsumoto's great. <laughs> great. Matsumoto is great. He brings a lot of levity to an he otherwise does. very dour situation. But you know what else to talk about? So I feel like there's so much that we still haven't talked about yet. Um, I love the way they use technology in this show. So like part of it, mm. right, is like the goggle, the goggle like misdirection. So obviously, like to oh, the assemblyman, so Vivi funny. looks like one of the generic robots. Mm-hmm. But the coolest part is, and it messes with you as an audience member, but you also like have the feeling like something's off here. Right. When right. when you see the head guy from Toke kill the assemblyman and Vivi, like just blow their brains out. And you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then you realize that that Matsumoto's like, oh yeah, I just hacked into their visors and made them see that, which is so fucking cool. So cool. Yeah, that was yeah. a really cool scene. I got so nervous too. Cause I was like, oh my God, they're both well, just like dead. It's like roll credit. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yes. And then you didn't see Matsumoto. So I was like, something's off. And then yeah, you find out he just he outsmarted him. Yeah, and then you also have uh, the moment where the terrorist is like, oh, I mean, I, don't save me, cute Miss Singer robot girl. But then saves him. And he is like, fuck, fuck AI, you know, she's here to kill me. Or I, I don't know if he thinks it, of her as a girl. He just thinks of her as a bot. And he gets so mad at her for having saved him. Mm. Like he's he is all up in his feelings. I thought it was a really good point because, you know, she's not doing this for any other reason than just because it's the right thing to do, even though these people are actively against her and everything, like all of her kind, and will do anything to make sure that they stay AI. So yeah, I thought that was a great moment for her. And then like, so obviously, like, she saves him and he's definitely like, Ugh, I don't think you're beautiful or anything. No. And then he like, low-key goes to try to kill her, but then like, passes out. Yeah. And then so he's, he's just like, like nagging her. He's like, oh, I can't believe I was saved by one of those things. And then you see as their building's collapsing, she like straight up fucking banana fish pole vaults. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a banana fish pole vault scene. It's a banana fish it pole is. vault scene where, I'm not wrong. where as she's agey, like, 
like yes. pole ball. He's like, oh, he's <laughs> I love, love him. And it's the exact same scene that happens here as she's yes. jumping from she's fast and the furious eight jumping from one building to the other. It's true. And then he quit his terrorism job and then became a priest. Uh, He's like, I love her. I'm in love with her. Oh my God. I mean, actually, no, I'm not. I'm a terrorist who hates the eye. I can't be in love with her. Oops. I can't wait to see their love story as this anime goes on and the enemies to friends to lovers situation. That's how it's, that's how it's Violet Evergarden. Is this? I haven't seen Violet Evergarden, so. It's actually, no, because that uh, was be- PJ's joke so, earlier. No, because Lauren's joke was that it was Belle. It is, it but like- instead of Beauty and the Beast, it's uh, AI and the Terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> This is the her part of the of the anime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. What other thing can we reference here? <laughs> There's AI probably more. With Julie, Haley Joe Osment of Country Bears fame. And then the only other like thing, uh, like moment that I want to talk about is when the assemblyman is like, I actually, don't give a shit about AI. <laughs> Like oh, this I just is wanted to literally just for my own political gain. And he's then when just, they're saving uh, him, when when he's like thinking that Matsumoto's like change your tone real fucking faster, didn't you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? To, I don't fucking give a shit about AI. Oh my god! And he's like, um, and I was like, you know what, good Matsumoto, don't let him stand by his racist bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Listen, don't let maybe him do that. AI shouldn't be so hot. So, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think any AIs we've created are hot. How don't do you know AIs that they're not hot? hot? You don't know what they look like inside of those say, computers. Wow, Lauren. It's fair. You know, maybe it's a matrix situation. Eyes in the be. <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. No, beauty's in the fluoride eye of the beholder. (laughs) (laughs) Or beauty's in the AI of the beholder. Pick whichever joke you think is funnier. Whichever one's funnier, that's the one that I told you. That's the one that I said, and only that one. (laughs) Um, But yes, obviously Vivi is very beautiful, very stunning, has a gorgeous voice. So beautiful. That actually obviously gets more and more beautiful as she like learns humanity and like gets better uh, and sings throughout the show. Robotic. And well, she, can uh, sing with she her looks heart. and she looks super badass when she's just in her like fucking um with that stereotypical like I'm a badass uh badass powerful chick outfit where they're just wearing like a sports bra a and sports pants. Bra and pants. <laughs> yeah. And when she is in that outfit with her hair tied back in a ponytail, I was like, damn. Damn. <laughs> She is hot. The animation in this throughout the entire thing was just stunning. And this was kind of just a side project. It's just so interesting because, again, this anime didn't really have a ton of hype when it first started. And it wasn't really until, like, some of, like, the popular Anitubers and stuff were, like, I think everyone's sleeping on this anime. Literally, if you go to YouTube and search, search Vivi Fluoride Eyes song, most of the videos are, like, everyone is sleeping on this anime is what oh, most of the videos are called because people oh. just weren't watching it well i guess it's not super surprising that people weren't watching it because like i think tokyo mx was like this is just a show we're putting out it It wasn't literally advertised it was quite literally just a side project for wit studio like they were like hey we've got the extra staff to like work on this if you need us to and even like tape nagatsuki one of the biggest like mangaka or like anime creators uh because rezero is just insanely popular was also like uh like 
it's like a side project for him that he was like very excited about working with with Eiji Umahara. So like people, there's a lot of big names involved with this, but for like all of them, it was kind of like a side hustle that they were doing as a passion so project. Wild. I and mean, passion, I'm glad they did it. And, and I think once the nice thing is that that passion shone through eventually, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're able to tell this contained story, like, like again, those 13 episodes, like, it wraps up. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, when Vivi season two, when Vivi season two. I don't know what you would do for a season two for this show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are just some one season anime, and that's yeah. it. And that's great. I, we don't need everything to be 627 episodes, episodes you know? <laughs> one right. piece. Well, <laughs> no, I've had more like Naruto, not one piece. Sailor is, uh, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, to have this anime kind of get the following that it eventually did is very good because, again, it's just high quality. The animation is stunning uh, when she is going through and doing like the like the buildings collapsing and she does the leap from one side to the other. It is mm-hmm. stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writing is really tight. Everything mm-hmm. is very fun, very good. It's just a great time. And that great time is unfortunately not super highlighted, ironically, by music in this anime. It isn't. Not yeah. yet. Which is ironic Skylar and I have obviously seen more of Vivi Flora at iSong but in episode one and two you barely get any music which is ironic considering it is a song an anime about a songstress but moving forward it's like so many songs in this anime so like so many songs in this anime but just episode one and two all you really get is like a half half rendition of like two songs that she sings and there's no intro and there's no intro in episode one and two there does there is an op that comes in later and Uh, it is so good um and there's also an outro though that you do have so (laughs) let's talk about the music of vivi flora and i song so overall the music of vivi flora and i song is done by satoru kosaki who is the producer musical producer for the show uh wrote all of the music uh and all of the songs are performed by kairi yagi who is the voice actress for vivi obviously vivi being the one singing them Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the only sense. song you don't—you do not get the OP in episode one and two, unfortunately, no. or even three. Uh, but you do get the ED, which is the piano rendition of what you will eventually hear as the Fluoride Eyes song, because our ah. ED is Fluoride Eyes song piano version by Satoru Kosaki. What did you think of that outro piano music? I was very into it. I really liked the soft piano. It was very simple, but it was very pretty, very effective. Um, It had a lot more depth than you initially thought when you think, you know, the credits are rolling. Oh, it's just a piano song. But if you listen to it, it's very pretty. But you said it's simple, but I think it has a lot of very big emotional crescendos in it. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. It's a very upbeat and exciting piano 
piano piece. song. Mm-hmm. And I think like it makes it very, because again, I mean, it is a piano version of a full song. So if you've ever been someone, I know Skylar is, who's like, I'm just going to listen to piano versions of whatever today. Um, <laughs> they are always a lot richer because they're trying to emulate the, uh, the entire breadth of an orchestra or like a full band. So right. you or get even just like complexity. the deepness of a voice. Yeah. Mm. So I, I really love this outro. Yeah, I liked it too. Oh yeah, it's um, phenomenal. And I also really love this intro. So even though you did not see it in episodes one and two, I am going to show it to you really quickly. Just so oh, you God. get the scope of okay. what that OP is like. So Lauren, that ED, that OP is Sing My Pleasure by Kaidi Yagi. Uh, quick thoughts. You just heard it the one time right now. What did you think about it? I did. Um, it's very cool. <laughs> I wish I'd seen it sooner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a phenomenal. Yeah, it's a phenomenal OP. I love this OP. What an interesting choice that it waits till episode four to play it. It is. Yeah, because I kept... I kept waiting for it, and I was like, "There's." You did message us, being like, "I'm not crazy, right? I'm not, I didn't I'm not miss crazy. something." This is it. This is another Sunny Boy situation, right? Where it's just an outro, or just an intro, or just one of them. There's not right. two. So yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that they do eventually have one, but um, it, I think it's worth the wait. I think it's really, really very beautiful. There's a lot of highs and lows. I think it's a good time. Yeah, this is a phenomenal OP. It really gets you pumped. It gets you hyped. And mm. seeing uh, seeing Vivi actually sing this in the anime is such a amazing moment. Um, and, you know, it's it's a great song that really captures and shows you, obviously, as someone who's only seen episode one, too, how much her singing ability grows throughout the show, too. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> so let's move on to our segment what modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros so let's kick it off so i want obviously uh usually we take some time to do like a ton of research and figure out like god like who would have killed it on this uh intro you obviously don't yeah. have that timeline first thing my pleasure i did so not. i'm curious just based on what you heard your gut feeling mm-hmm. uh do you have a name you're willing to throw out there I ended up going more on the vocals, and this is just my initial gut feeling because I only got to hear it the one time. Um, but I really think it has elements of Carly Rae Jepsen, especially her um, Emotion album. Oh, I oh, totally hear okay. that. Yeah, I think that's a very good choice. Yeah, <laughs> especially because it's like, like based on very little. Uh, like you know, you haven't done the like seventy-eight lists to try to get the vibe. <laughs> quick fire. That's what we like. Yeah, quick fire. Um, just shoot from the hip. Yeah, this song has like a lot of weight and a lot of depth to it, and I like how 
not so sugary it is for a pop star. It's it's fantastic. I love it. Who'd you go yeah. with, Skylar? Oh, okay. So um, I went with Tonight Alive, specifically <gasps> their song. Did you? What go are with you Tonight so scared of? I also went with Tonight Alive. Really? I went with their song Lonely Girl. Oh my god. <laughs> so obviously, no. I completely agree. Tonight Alive is the vibe. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe it was a little too uh, rock heavy. No, I think it's perfect, especially because Tonight Alive goes into that more poppy-ish rock vibe. No, you got it. We got it. Dang, Tonight Alive is a really yeah, great choice. The second you said Tonight Alive, I was like, oh shit, we both went with Tonight Alive. Oh, shit. That's so great. Yeah, no, that's totally the vibe. Totally the vibe. Uh, I love job. it. Yeah, Carly Rae is a great gut reaction, and Tonight Alive is a great uh, choice from Skylar and I. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, all right, so this was a little bit more interesting. I'm curious, did you find a <laughs> pianist that you were like, fuck yeah, they totally capture the vibe of Fluorite Eye Song? Fuck yes, I did. So this is a... A pretty deep cut for anyone who's not in like the Disney scene, and it might even be a deep cut for people who are in the Disney scene. But uh, <laughs> this man is pretty well known, especially for his covers of Disney songs. So I went with Jim Brickman, uh, his version of How Far I'll Go. I was I was literally Jim Brickman was one hundred percent on my list because I was like, who's the guy who does all those Disney piano covers? Yeah, it's, it was literally <laughs> him. I didn't look past it. I was like, it's Jim Brickman. Yeah, I mean Jim Brickman uh, is great at the thing we're talking about, right? Which is capturing the essence of a full song and distilling it down to a piano cover. Right. I think this is a phenomenal mm-hmm. choice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I ended up going with, uh, I don't, I mean, it's hard. It's not like there's like a, a ton of depth to try to go into. I it's ended true. up trying to just find someone who had that like kind of brightness that uh, Florette I song has. Because mm-hmm. a lot of piano can be very somber. Yes. Um, so I ended up going with Matthew Mayer. Oh, okay. Okay. I think this is great. Yeah, it I definitely love has it. Yeah, the, it's fantastic. Yeah, the brightness is definitely there. So nailed it. Uh, Skylar, what about you? So I just went with um, my favorite pianist because, like, he does, like, all his music isn't somber, kind of like what you're saying. And it's just very, like, light. And it's so, like, I just love it. Um, But I went with Yeruma. I do think this is a little somberer. I do too. Than Florida Eyes song. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's a bad choice. No, no, no. I think that it is a good choice. I think he probably could reach the the brightness mm-hmm. of the But this the is not outro. a bright song. Correct. Oh, to me, I was just like, oh, God, this song is so amazing. And it doesn't come off as somber to me. It is very somber. I thought it was as well. But I think that he could still do it. Yeah, I think I still think it's a good choice. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you could play the piano, you could pl- you can play this. Literally, anyone <laughs> who could play the piano can play this song. Uh- there you go. Someone it, is pianists. at their piano, like crying, listening to this podcast, <laughs> and they're like, "I just can't do it." <laughs> Learn to read music better. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god! I can't read music. Period. So don't mind me. I'm just judging for this back seat. Um, <laughs> but uh, that said, great choices uh, all around for everything. Um, oh, thank you. Very, very fun music round, especially considering uh, I was a little wary, considering you didn't get too much music in the anime. I didn't. But uh, with that said, I. Think I think that is a great place to stop our music segment as we take a quick break to watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lauren's closing thoughts on the anime. So we're going to do that, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We are Lauren. Watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional songs, and some additional, uh, maybe fluoride eyes, fluoride eyes. 
uh, some other kinds of eyes. <laughs> Lauren, tell me after all of that, obviously mm-hmm. you've seen kind of how this show grows, how Vivi grows, how Matsumoto grows, how the world grows, and how this conflict grows. Lots of storytelling uh, tightly packed into a 13-episode structure. Um, and, you know... E- Maybe maybe that seems like too much is going to happen in such a short amount of time, or maybe it's even more exciting that they're going to have this type of storytelling for, in such a quick burst so you can get through it really quickly. It's up to you to make that determination. As I ask you the question, Lauren, what do you keep watching? Vivi, Fluorite Eyes song. Even though the first two minutes were very startling for someone with my sensitivity to horror and uh, gore, uh, the rest of it really hooked me in. And especially as you start to get introduced to all of these different characters and to this world and it starts to expand, it really just it grabs you and it doesn't let you go. I'm very excited it's only 13 episodes because it means I can get through it fast because I will be continuing this one. You absolutely Yay! love to see it. Kawhi success in the book. Uh, three for three in Science Month. <laughs> so uh, only one more to go to get that clean sweep. But regardless, this one is getting that clean sweep as Yay! it uh, was great. And was tell me great. in that greatness, was yes. there a character that especially stood out to you? I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be Matsumoto. But Big shout out to Vivi for being such a badass queen. Big shout out to Vivi, but Matsumoto, best, 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 best boy. Best teddy best, bear. Best it. Best they. <laughs> <laughs> We're inclusive here. Honestly, though, like, you know, I'm a sucker for like pop stars and idols and just like people that could sing. And mm. she's just such a badass. And like, just the weight of emotions she ends up like being able to like convey and you know I guess feel for like as much as Nay I can like feel I just love Vivi too mm-hmm. much to not go with her that's my favorite character I, again I think that's I totally it. a fine choice absolutely uh, Matsumoto and Vivi I mean are clearly the the heart and soul of the show yeah mm-hmm. uh, and best it's friends. okay to pick either and they're best friends they're, they're great pals Oh, so um, cute. You absolutely love to see it. A quiet success. Your favorite characters. Uh, it seems like there's only one thing left to do. It's time for Is There an AMV for That? AMV. Anime music videos. Is there an AMV for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Vivi Fluoride Eye Song. So this one I picked for the song title, and I think the vibes match. I ended up picking My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark by Fall Out Boy. Um, all right, Lauren, unfortunately, there Ooh. is no AMV for Vivi Fluoride Eye Song to My Songs Know What You Do in the Dark or any Fall Out Boy song. So that is unfortunately oh. going to be zero <laughs> points hey it's been a while since we've been at a zero pointer but it's been a while this we are. was one of them here we are um and as is a uh, standard practice whenever you get zero points is we talk about what were the songs that you should have picked mm-hmm. um so obviously i'm going to break down our top three amvs for vivi fluoride ice song all right so from third to first uh, our third most popular AMV for Vivi Florette I song is to Am I Wrong by Rello GB. Do not know it. It's just the, the audio from TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh Our number two is to the song Here We Stand by Hidden Citizens. Don't know that song either. And the number it? one most popular, which is fucking really sick, 
is a remix uh, Industry Baby by Little Nas X mixed with Beat It by Michael Jackson. Oh my God. Oh man. That sounds amazing. That does sound and incredible. It's really sick. I'm not going to lie. This is a very well made AMV uh, and a very well done remix. So wow. those are the top three AMVs for Vivi Florida. I song. obviously not really many songs that you knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first song as I go through, I think that you would know is potentially whatever it takes by imagine dragons oh yes um my immortal by evanescence oh and speaking of my immortal by evanescence perhaps evanescence might help us out here yes Ooh. lauren because it's time for a super secret not so secret bonus point lauren do you think mm-hmm. vivi this behind blue eyes fluorite eyes anime has mm-hmm. an amv for evanescence bring me a life all right this is a true test of your evanescence because oh, no. did I did I help you out or throw you off by telling you monkey that there's a wrench. My Immortal AMV? Monkey Wrench. I no, mean... there was no AMV to Monkey Wrench by uh, Foo Fighter Skylar. <laughs> oh, sorry, Skylar. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Better next, next time. Um, 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 I, I don't think so. I think it's too new. <laughs> you think even though there's already another Evanescence AMV, there is none for Vivi Floride Ice Song. We have My Immortal, <laughs> but you're right. There's none to Evanescence's Bring Me to Life. No matter what I throw at you, no matter what monkey wrench I put in your way, your Evanescence never falters, which is why it's been quite some time since we've gotten a zero pointer, because that oh brings us up to God. one point with that bonus, <laughs> locking us in. Honestly, as soon as PJ said my immortal, I was like, there's not a bring me to life. That's why he's saying this. No, I was just the next one that was popular. I honestly oh hadn't even searched God. it yet. I just felt oh it in my, my bones. God. Yeah, See, but I, I was curious like because I was like, look, you, you know that there's already an essence one, right? So maybe, there is, maybe, yeah. you know. I mean, it can possibly one day, but the fact that the majority of the songs are ones I didn't know and it's still kind of such it was such a sleeper for a long time i was like i don't think it hit that scene i don't think it hit that scene of the amv community so with that obviously we are at one point a kawaii success in the book and another successful journey through uh through an anime as we go through the uh the arai world (laughs) of vivi fluorite eye song i hope you had a fun time going through it lauren i did thank you so much and we had a fun time going through it with you. Uh, mm-hmm. But more importantly, I hope our listeners had a fun time going through it with all of us. I hope they had a good time, a fun time, a Florite Eyes song, and a Florite Eyes song, and a Florida's song. No! I was about to make no! the same joke. I was going to say Florida. Florida. Oh, God. I remember I, it took me a lot because I was always like, oh, Florida. And someone was like, oh, it's Florida. And I was like, his name's Florida? <laughs> He's the true Florida man. He literally is. But that said, uh, we hope all of the eyes songs that you have had (laughs) in your life, that whether it's behind blue eyes, Benny Davis eyes, or the only eyes we have, which are for you, our dear listeners. And we hope until next time, your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And maybe if your eyes are made of fluorite, uh, you should go to an eye doctor. Yeah, why don't you go get that examined? And, you know, keep gaslighting yourself into doing the right thing for all of humanity. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. No, not gaslighting yourself to help humanity. That's the only way to do it, though, I guess. Uh, Yikes. It's what gets me out of bed 
in the morning. <laughs> Bye, it's kind everyone. of a good to Bye. fall out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>